Hey guys, welcome back to Drunk Cast, where I'm not drunk. And, uh. <laughs> well, guess what? <clears throat> Today we're gonna talk about what we didn't talk about yesterday, where I forecast that I'm gonna talk about today. Um. <laughs> we're gonna talk about my trip back to Hong Kong. Uh, so. I got back to Hong Kong a few days ago, and. The rules for before getting into Hong Kong was pretty strict, and then so there was pretty much a lot of effort, and then which essentially was the only reason why I went to Vancouver in the first place to do the PCR test, of course, and to enter Hong Kong at this stage, other than extended like special cases of extended people, you know, for normal citizens, the only reason you get to go back to Hong Kong is. Personal reasons. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.、Uh, there, it's just there's the the restrictions among any people who can enter Hong Kong is either you're Hong Kong citizens, like permanent citizens, you hold like Hong Kong passport, or you're extended for special reasons such as medicals or political or whatever it is, or you're exchange you're like taking a layover in Hong Kong airport or stuff like that. So. And then before you enter, you need a PCR test, which is basically a COVID test. That is, I PCR is a, I don't really know how to say its full name, but it's a special、uh, method to test whether if you have、um, COVID or not, basically. And、um, you need,、uh, well, if you don't have vaccination, you need to have a booking reservation. And probably already paid at the point, like a reservation for a hotel for twenty-one nights. But if you have the proof of both of your shot of vaccination, you only get to stay in for fourteen days, which is pretty sweet. Which is what I'm doing right now, because、um, yeah, I got I got both my vaccinated done. So the procedure is pretty、um, strict before I even. Get to the、um, the gates of ent like、um, where my flight was. I took like an AC zero zero seven. I want to say double seven, but then of course you know double seven. I don't want to say it.、Um, <laughs> so basically, long story short, they're checking the 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 crew members already checking all the documents before you enter.、And、there was this old guy, and then well, not exactly old, and then. He, by his look, I'm pretty sure he's not Hong Kong citizens at all, and so he was stuck in front of there because he's trying to explain that his travel agent planned him to have a layover in Hong Kong where he only gets to stay in the airport and blah blah blah. So he was stuck there, and while the time I was getting checked, it took me like what five minutes. It well compared to the rest of the people around there. It was pretty decent because like the lady was nice to me, and I explained to her what these are and then what these are and then gave her all the documents and stuff. But for the old man, it was pretty rough on him because there's a bunch of people came in to talk with him apparently, and it was pretty like even for myself, I was just looking at it and I was just like, damn, it's <laughs> it feels rough, dude. And so, as you can see. Pretty rough times, and afterwards, if you're safe to get on, you know, get on the flight, and then you get through it. And 14-hour flight all the way from Vancouver to Hong Kong, 
flying above um, a part of Russia, Japan, um, part of Taiwan. Well, for some reason, our pilot decided to go around Taiwan, like from the left side. If it's if we're facing the way to Hong Kong, he went left side, or uh, near the coastal line of Taiwan. I don't know out of what reason, but maybe escaping from turbulence, or you know stuff like that. But anyway, so we land in Hong Kong thirty minutes early, but still doesn't make up the time that we waste. Well, not exactly wasted, but spent in the airport. So when we landed, we're very. We we we、uh, there's a prerequisite to that too. By the way, we have to fill in a form for with our like、um, our address and then like when's our flight, was our flight, where do we sit, and then we have all these information in the form, and then we submit it to the the Bureau of Public Health and Public.、Uh, Let's just stick it to public health, okay? Whatever. <clears throat> the Bureau of Public Health, and then they will give us a QR code, and we need to show them、uh, prehand when we landed into Hong Kong, and then it lasted for like what two days? Like the QR code is like valid for two days. So we got that and checked in for, and then there was already a bunch of people stuck in there when we landed, and they're just filling up the forms at the the gates. And let me tell you, it was a lot of people. So. Thankfully, we got through it really quickly, and then we were diverted into different, like smaller stations and gates. Well, yes, someone's talking outside, but um, my apologies. But basically, we got diverted into different stations and such for well, for people to basically give us、um, another COVID test at the state at the point when we arrived at the airport. And let me tell you, they use the entire terminal. Well, I don't know if you have been to Hong Kong before, but the Hong Kong airport is pretty big in in scale. And if you're comparing to Vancouver airport, it is a way larger branch than Vancouver. It's like a few more times bigger. And there's multiple different terminals that you have to take trains from, and then sometimes they would just put like a little bus, you know, those little tour bus for you to go. Cross and then there's about what 500 gates, so I remember the one that we took. The terminal was pretty far away. The one we took was pretty far away from the the main terminal building. So basically, there's no aircon, and everyone was like sweating, and it was just well, it was it wasn't horrible, but there was just not enough ventilation. I'd say possibly because you know COVID and they want to contain. Whoever is possibly, you know, affected by COVID, right? So,、uh, we got diverted into different stations, like I said before, and then so at the everyone has to go through a swab test in the throat and in like in nostrils too, and so I thankfully got a nurse that's willing to do that peacefully, because like the first time when I got back to Hong Kong. Uh, where the swab test was not necessary, I still choose to get a swab test、uh, that is offered by the government for safety in、um, secure、uh, measures. And let me tell you, when she went to the second nostril, she 
intentionally swapped it and it just like you know how you how you have like a bowl of dough and you just want to like not really dough exactly but like you know like just before you make a dough and then when you just first mix in the floor a flour with water and then it's not fully a dough yet and you just use like a spoon and then try to mix it together or with your hands that's and then and then afterwards it gets harder so you use more force that's how she that's how i feel like that's exactly how i feel like and every swap she did it feels even worse and so after the second nostril i was just crying my tears out and then she st stood there and just waited until i finished and was like you okay now it's like yeah and then instantly she went for the throat swap and i was like wow great and for this time Thankfully, the, the the nurse who did it was like just gentle enough, and then he's like, just relax, relax, don't worry. I know people will sneeze at the stage. Don't worry about it. I'm just gonna try as gentle as possible. And <clears throat> this is the only time why I didn't tear down. I'm really thankful for that. So after we went for there, we have to get a little badge, and then we all get like a sticker to identify us, and we will get a range to a detention area where basically the whole like you know they, they identify each one of the gates with all the tables and all the chairs and then you have to sit in according to like what the, the number they assign you and you sit there and wait <clears throat> i thought it's gonna be like 14 hour wait because that's how i did it last time but we only waited there for like what around two hours less than two hours we were just sitting there chilling i was playing timefall 2 campaign i was like didn't even wasn't even able to finish the mission and then the, the lady just walked up to me and checked my hong kong id card are you uh, are you sam i was like yeah sure i'm sure I, i'm sure i'm him and she just goes like yeah take this you're good to go I was like damn that fast and then when so we got directed back into this way and we took the train again back to the main terminal where we basically has to go through the um, the customs and then our luggage and then all the stuff but before then there was still an extra procedure like extra procedure where we received this piece of paper about um like it was like a quarantine I don't know how to describe it properly. Basically, it's a piece of paper that tells you you have to stay in this place or in this hotel for 14 days or you're going to get arrested. There's a chance you're going to face a charge of 25,000 Hong Kong dollars and up to six months of jail time after like after the quarantine session. And even outside, like behind the doors of my um, the hotel room I'm staying in, there's a little piece of paper that says like... <coughs> At this point, there's already 10 people um, sent to the con well, not concentration camp. <laughs> the, I mean, um, <laughs> detention camp. Jesus. The, 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 the like isolation camp because of they're trying to sneak out of the hotel, their hotel room and try to go outside. And they're all fine. And then after the 21 days quarantine, they will have to face like a jail time. They, they went pretty hardcore, hardcore over these kind of stuff. So, after the paper, they arranged us by different, like, hotels, right? Because, you know, not a lot of people. There's many hotels in Mount Hong Kong that provided the quarantine uh, service. 
So basically, I live in the one that is in Shanwan, and pretty much it's it's a little bit far away from the airport. So the the government basically had like little um, school bus kind of thing. Well, not exactly the the yellow school bus you see in Canada, but or, or in the states, it's it's like a little mini bus. I don't know how exactly to describe it because it's pretty rare in a lot of places. But we have those, and basically they had all our luggage carried out there, and then we just got sent to our hotels. And after that, it will all ended when I finally get to sleep in the bed, you know, because I, I when I when I decide to start the whole trip, I already planned the third day that I'm not gonna sleep. I'm gonna stay in the airport and stay stay the whole night and probably play games and stuff. And it was a bad decision because as soon as I got here, I flop onto the bed and I just feel like I want to sleep. And I slept for quite a while and I miss like my like your garbage collecting time so but basically they they have pretty specific rules and regulations about where you can what you can do and where you can do and <clears throat> and they will have COVID test for each one of us on the third day we arrive Hong Kong and probably on the sixth and the ninth I'm not really sure but as far as I know, even after the 14-day ends, we still need to go to the community center to receive a, uh, a COVID test on the 16th and on the 19th day to make sure we're fully okay. So essentially, oh, and then also we have to record our temperature until the, 21st, uh, until the 21st day that we arrived in Hong Kong. So basically, they were having all sorts of stuff just prepping for us, making sure that we don't get COVID into Hong Kong. Hey, let me tell you, I'm pretty impressed, to be fair. Even though a bunch of bitches... Like, <laughs> like I, got, I got plenty of people around me just, like, you know, bitching about, oh, these procedures are so boring. Ooh, what am I supposed to do? Okay. Yeah, for the sake of safety, I really appreciate these measures, and I truly do believe it's necessary to have people living in a hotel for 14 days and then make sure that, you know, I don't fucking bring more COVID back into Hong Kong <clears throat> or any places. And the only reason why I would come back is for medical reasons, too. So, you know, just good for you. I mean, at least you got these procedures to make sure other people living in this place are safe, right? It's like, not gonna lie, a lot of people in Hong Kong doesn't want to take the vaccine. It's only like, what, 50% of taking the first shot? I mean, sorry, 40% of taking the first shot. And not even a lot of people taking the second one at this point. So currently, Hong Kong isn't really facing a really um, fantastic time at this point. So I would just say, you know, this is truly necessary. And, um, I don't know. There's not really much interesting stuff I can talk about. I mean, except, <clears throat> right, today is the third day that I live in the hotel. And I was planned to do, like, a recording session of what my life is every day. But, um, let me tell you, it's fucking boring. <laughs> There's not really much I can do at all. It just, you know, I'm just wandering here and then just 
you know, here for no reason at all. And fuck. <laughs> Frankly, I was planning to asking my parents to, you know, get me food and stuff, but then given the fact that they want me to keep fit, I don't really get any food from them. And I'm sad, truly. And so I don't know. That's the end of the story. I mean, I don't even know if it accounted as a story. I'm just simply telling you guys what exactly happened and what doesn't happen, and that's it. But then, well, probably I'm gonna do one more later on, and I want to talk about. I'm gonna keep it as a surprise. And so, yeah, that will be it for now. And um, I hope you have a good day, good morning, good. Good afternoon, good good night, and whatever it is, have a good day, and I hope you enjoy yourself and life. Bye.